This is Goals with Soul, a podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action. In alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Joe Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul. I'm Joanna Ingram, and today's episode is all about saying heck yes in life and exploring whether to become a podcast host. Now, you know me, I've been around on my podcast for about two years now and absolutely love it, but have not always had an easy ride along that way. And making a decision to say heck yes and following your passion is something that I know if you're listening to this is something very close to your heart. So I'm particularly excited to share this week's guest. Tiffany Kane and I have shared each other's journeys for the past few years. and I'm so excited to have her share her expertise with us today. She's a heck yes coach who helps people find their inner confidence and power so they can raise the volume of their voice and be heard through the medium of podcasting. She's known as the Heck Yes Coach because she's passionate about coaching women to turn painful no's into empowered opportunities to find their Heck Yes. She's an entrepreneur, public speaker, coach, writer, all the things, but she always brings her passion for the art of the spoken word to those who need help finding their voice. Tiffany's been featured in Shout Out LA Magazine, Authority Magazine, Women in Podcasting Magazine, and has even won two Davy Silver Awards for podcast excellence. Today, she's going to share with you how to find your heck yes, and also why you should consider starting a podcast. So if that's something that has been tingling away in the back of your mind, you are not going to want to miss her inspired action share at the end of this episode. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul, Tiffany. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here, Joanna. This is just such a gorgeous day and I'm I'm absolutely thrilled. We're both in our workout clothes and <laughs> come into come into this um authentically and and as our best selves. So this is great. I know everyone's so lucky who's listening to us rather than watching us because uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're sounding better than we're appearing right now. But this is something you and I, Tiffany, have known each other well a few years now. We've followed each other's journeys and I'm so happy that you're here on my show because I've been admiring your podcasting journey. I know we're going to get into that because it's such a beautiful way to market and communicate and share our souls. But first, I want to just pick up on the fact that you're the yes coach. And interestingly, (laughs) this morning I did another interview. I'm not even making this up. I did an interview this morning with the Nope coach, (laughs) (laughs) which that that episode might have gone out probably a couple of weeks before this one. Um, And right now it's the yes coach, the heck yes coach. Heck yes. Heck yes. So give me, give me a rundown. How did that come about? What's that energy behind the heck yes piece? I love that so much. I'm guessing your nope coach was all about like boundaries and when to say no, which I think is so important. Uh, My heck yes is more around life is going to give you giant brick walls all the time, giant 
heck knows. How do you find the heck yes? So I kind of like to visualize it in um in this way. Imagine that you're a fly, you know, little fly, and there's this beautiful picture window with, you know, the glass is clean, clean, clean. And you're a little fly. You don't realize it's a window, right? But you're looking out on the other side of the window is a family with this luxurious picnic of all these delicious foods sitting under a beautiful oak tree. And you want to be out there at that picnic, you know, getting all your little legs in that food, right? (laughs) And you fly, you, you zoom and bam, you hit the window. But you're a fly. You don't realize it's a window. All you know is I want to be out there at that food. I can't see anything in my way, but there's something in my way. And you hit it. And what we tend to do is hit it over and over and over and over again until we fall exhausted on the windowsill, right? That's burnout. That's um, that's losing all hope. That's, you know, maybe the poor little fly even, you know, a part of it dies, right? Well, what I want people to do is, you know, they fly into that window, go, bam, okay, that didn't work. Can I zoom back just a little bit and look around? Is there another way to get out to that picnic? And there usually is. It might be an open door. It might be a hole in the screen. It might be a skylight. You know, there's often other ways to get out to where we want to go that don't make us hit our heads against this barrier over and over and over again. So that's where my heck yes comes from. If we're smashing our heads, stop, take a breath and find the yes. That's so beautiful. And I can tell Tiffany that this comes from a story, perhaps a little bit more close to home than the little yes. fly on the on yes. the window. Can I ask <laughs> you, like what, what helped you see this and has enabled you to help sure. others? Sure. Okay. So I have always been um, very ambitious and um, just, I love, I love to work and I love what I do. And I'm very passionate about what I do. And I spent 16 years in the classroom, um, elementary, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, gifted and talented education. And I loved it, but there came a time where I felt called to more. So as a single mom of two kids, I went and got my master's degree and my administrative credential. And I said, I want to make a change on a bigger level. And so I did. I moved up to the district office. I started coaching teachers and wanted to continue my growth. You know, I wanted to be in administrative leadership, making change, making a difference. And I applied for a few positions and didn't get them and was really surprised. I felt like, I, you know, I've got the experience, I've got the education, I've got the knowledge got the passion and the drive. I can do this. I'm very qualified. And I sat down with my boss and said, all right, can you please help me understand? And I do recommend everybody does this, right? Because she could have said, well, Tiffany, if you had a little more experience in this area, or how about I mentor you and and introduce you to these people? Or you know what I mean? that's, That's a yes, right? That's here's another path to go. But what she told me is, Tiffany, you're just too passionate. You want to make too many changes and it's very overwhelming to people. They're not all where you're at. And it was a shock to hear that because I'm like public education. I'm passionate about kids. Like what? (laughs) But it was beautiful, Joanna, because what she told me was not, you need more experience. You need more credentials, blah, blah, blah. It was you, Tiffany, as you are, this container you are in, 
you either need to change it to fit in or you're not going to go anywhere. So I had to really think about that. Do I dim my light? Do I change who I am? Or do I find another place where my passion is appreciated? And that was, you know, a giant no. Where do I find my heck yes? And after a lot of soul searching, I decided to leave the school district. Um, You know, and there's a lot of history and a lot of story I could tell as to why that became so important for me to make sure I did not dim my light again. Um, So I pretty much lived my whole life that way. And I was not going to do it anymore. So I I, I took the leap, (laughs) jumped off the cliff, (laughs) building the airplane as I go. So that's that's my story. That's my I heck really yeah. love that. I love that the way, I mean, I'm interpreting it as when you get a bit of a closed door in life, instead mm-hmm. of mourning the door being closed, you start to look for your next path and, and the next door that will open. And it might be a little different than the door you expected or a lot different, but it's a, it's an opportunity. And I get that because beginning of the pandemic, I was laid off from my 20 year advertising career. And I could have chosen that to be something that became a real heavy weight for me. I mean, you know, losing a job, particularly the beginning of the pandemic, was was not an easy thing. And many people, unfortunately, experienced that. But for me, it was an immediate door open. I was like, thank you, universe. As scary as this is. I know that I'm meant for something different, something more aligned to who I am. And here I am two and a half, three years later, loving what I do. My business is building. I get to do things that light me up every single day. And so that worked out real well, right? It's like, and had I been all about the the no in that situation and not been like, where's my heck yes, I could have fallen into a depression. I could have scrambled around for another job in advertising or media, probably one I liked even less, but I was so desperate I would have taken and not been somebody finally treading their authentic path and and doing what they're meant to do and making an impact in the world and whether you're meant to do. So thank you for creating that in such a way that it's so easy to understand. Mm, I I love your story. And I think we have a lot of parallels, right? Like I could have stayed. Absolutely. It's, you know, it it's a guaranteed paychecks, good health insurance. Um, I know when my vacation, I called it in my bookend job, right? Like I knew when my vacations were, I knew what I would retire with. I knew what my retirement would look like. You know, it was very bookend. Um, nothing extravagant, but livable, right? Like mm-hmm. I could live a, a pretty quote unquote secure life. But as I looked at that, I really felt like that wouldn't, that would be the choice that would kill something inside me, right? Like I looked around at people who had similar stories where they had to dim who they were and weren't accepted for who they were and just watching how a piece of them died and how it was almost, there were a shell and, and living for the weekends. And as soon as, you know, work hours ended, they were out, they were gone, forget it, sayonara, I'm no longer here. And like I've never been that kind of worker, the kind that says, oh, oh, my contract time is done. I'm out. That's not who I am. And I don't want to live like that. So I think it's really important for people listening to dig deep inside themselves and understand who they are at their core and what their values are, right? Like not everybody can do this entrepreneurial journey. It is, um, there's so much risk. You have <laughs> no to kidding. be okay. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be okay with 
pivoting and changing and shifting and, you know, building the airplane as you go and um, long hours and um, a, a decent amount of stress. Tiffany, you're not selling it. You. <laughs> right. You're not selling it at all, right? But, but, but the upsides, right? The upsides. The upside is it is you. It is your creativity. It is your drive. It is your passion. So if you're on for that ride, then go for it. If not, you know, there are other things you can do. Like you don't have to settle. Like what you said, oh, maybe I would have just gone for another advertising job that I liked even less, you know? So maybe there, there's a way to go about and find a heck yes, even with staying in the corporate world and finding a job that is your heck yes, that maybe looks a little bit different than what you thought. I just want people listening to know whether you go entrepreneurial journey, whether you stay in your corporate job, there is a way to find the heck yes and and stay in your integrity and your authenticity. A hundred percent. And and heck yeses can be micro heck yeses too, right? <laughs> it's like every day we get an opportunity for a heck yes. And it might not be a big career leap, but I know, you know, in my in my world at the moment, I'm launching my new group program and looking to see the way that I want to deliver that. And there are heck yeses everywhere. I'm like, I don't like that, but heck yes, I'm going to do that. That's exciting. And every single day we get an opportunity to say heck yes to working with an aligned client, even if we get rejected by another client who did not want to work with us. There's a heck yes around each and every corner for us, particularly in entrepreneurship, which is one of the most exciting things. I love that. that we, we were talking the other day, I was talking with a, a good friend of mine. We were talking about how um, it's so typical that you go on cycles where you might not be so happy about the way your business is going and you're just like mm -hmm. this month isn't looking the way I wanted it to look for whatever reason and my friend said you know the best thing about entrepreneurship is something you never imagined could happen tomorrow something amazing could literally happen tomorrow I was like you know what there's no point in ever losing heart because do something and something different will happen. Take another action and suddenly something else exciting will happen. And that's a heck yes. Just being heck yes in for the ride. I love that so much because that's been my experience. That has absolutely been my experience of what? How? I never could have imagined this is what would happen and come of this collaboration. Um, you and I were talking about podcasting earlier and it's, just the act of of bringing people into this intimate space and talking to them for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, you create this bond. And then the, the things that come from that bond, you know, if you nurture those relationships and stay close and keep that collaboration going, oh my goodness, the, the opportunities that just flow from that, that you you couldn't have put on your vision board, right? Because it's just like, what? I didn't know that could happen. And that's that's absolutely what's been happening for me. And um, that's I think that's really what makes this so exciting is I can't see what the next door is that's going to open, but I know it's going to be phenomenal, right? It's just it's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Your enthusiasm is so infectious. I love it. And you're so right about this intimate space in podcasting. It's been something for me has opened the doors to immense collaborations and friendships. Mm -hmm. And I would love to know more about 
getting into podcasting as you teach it because you've now become quite a specialist helping people get into this world how many podcasts you've got three podcasts now is that right I have three of my own. We're about to launch another, and then my partner's going to launch another with somebody else. Yeah, we're it, it, we're <laughs> we're a little addicted. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like anytime I'm interested in something, I'm all, huh? Maybe I'll start a podcast about that because it's the best way to learn about something. Um, so yeah, I have several, and I've helped I don't at least a hundred people start their podcast. Um, and it's definitely something I just love doing. Um, and it, it started, I didn't think that's the path I would be on. I really didn't. When I started my entrepreneurial journey and my first podcast, I thought I was going to be a relationship coach for women after divorce. That's what I had worked towards. That kind of was what I had studied. I'd done a lot of work mm. in that area and that ended up not being what people were asking. They're like, Tiffany, you're having so much fun with your podcast and you're doing such cool things. Can you teach me how to do that? And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. You know what? I think I taught my first class for $25, you know, it was like a two hour class and I don't know, we had 30 or 40 people there. And um, my partner and I just kind of turned to each other and we went, this is kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> and those people said, hey, this was cool, but we want more. So I'm all, hmm, well, maybe I could turn it to a four-week course. Would you guys want that? Yeah. So probably about 70, 80% of them continued on into the four-week course. And then they finished their four-week course. And I'm like, we really like this. We want more. Hmm. What if we started a membership and we could continue to support you in the membership? They're like, yeah. So we started a membership group. So it's like every step of the way, it's kind of listening to what people are asking for and wanting. And and it's it's just been a really cool metamorphosis of the business just based on listening to people and listening to what they're asking for. That's a really beautiful way for your business to progress. I'd love to share with anybody that's curious, thinking, yeah, that podcasting thing, what would you say are the key benefits? Why somebody should get into podcasting? Who's it for? What 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 do people hope to gain from it? Or how would you counsel people to make that strategic decision? Because I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Podcasting is a commitment. Yes. It's not something that you just pick up and, and you know, just happens. And although you can create a lot of ease, as I certainly have done within my podcasting, but you have to really want to do it. So what's yeah. going to give people that desire and motivation? Okay. Do we have like three hours? I could talk about all the benefits <laughs> of podcasting. <laughs> no, you've got about three and a half minutes. All right. For that one. All right. So I'm going to look at it in... Um, three different categories. The first is the personal growth and development category. You and I both know anytime you make a goal and set out to do something and then you actually do it, you take aligned action, you actually do it. The internal growth is um, immeasurable, right? You made a promise to yourself and you go about and you do it and you stay consistent. The confidence that grows from that, the knowledge that grows from that, is immeasurable. And so podcasting is really good that way because it's going to test a lot of your insecurities. You know, a lot of people are like, I don't like the sound of my voice, or I don't know about reaching out to find guests, or I don't know about recording solo episodes. You know, there's so many areas where it challenges so many of our insecurities. And so just the act of doing it, such a confidence builder. So that right there, like foundationally, 
podcasting for a fully intrinsic reason is amazing. <laughs> I'm just I thinking, know you have something you want to say I just, about that. I'm just thinking it's therapy via podcasting, right? It's just it like, is. you want a personal goal, podcast it out. Let's do this. Yes. I love it. <laughs> which, which my latest podcast I just released is truly about <clears throat> me exploring my health journey. I'm a 49-year-old woman about 30 to 40 pounds heavier than I want to be. My body feels out of control, had a hysterectomy recently, uh, putting on weight just by like living. <laughs> I've never, it's never been like this for me before. And so I started a podcast because I'm like, I kind of want to explore this. I want to explore <clears throat> my body image issues and the the diet cycle and that I'm on. And I just want to explore it. I don't have answers. I just want to explore it. <clears throat> so I started a podcast about it. So it's very much a intrinsic, I would say, is the best reason to get into podcasting, right? Like anything you want to work on for yourself, whew, it's going to work on it for you. It's really interesting, actually, because when I launched my podcast, I thought I had to be the expert. A lot of people are going to think that's the same thing. And I know you're going to have a point of view on that. But I was like, I have to be the expert. So I was showing up being, you know, very rigorous about the things that I was sharing. And actually, I was going on a personal journey myself. I'd gone through burnout, obviously, into over-efforting and too many hours of working. And I got in at that point to... Um, the divine feminine started thinking more about ease and flow. And I was certified in pranic healing and breath work. And it was all like, oh. and I realized that actually what I wanted to do is express myself and talk about this journey. But I couldn't turn up as the expert on the law of attraction because the law of attraction was going the wrong direction for me at that time. Mm -hmm. And yet I was in a, in a learning journey and I just felt so strongly about it. I just started to share. This is what happened to me. I found some synchronicities, some green birds kept showing up. And I was sharing through the medium of podcasting because it just felt so easy, comfortable and intimate. And his, that's one part of the story. But just to bookend it, a really incredible thing that happened was it wasn't long later, maybe only a few months, where one of my listeners got in touch and said, hey, I love hearing about all your manifesting stories. When are you going to have a workshop on manifesting? And my first thought was, sorry, haven't you been listening? I've been telling you how hard I'm finding this thing. But <laughs> the reality was, was that through that journey, I was actually sharing my successes and hadn't even realized how far I'd come. But she was listening to my journey and really wanted to, to get closer and learn more about it. So yeah, I've been curious about what you want to share on that, Tiffany, because there's so much in there about how podcasting has been helpful for that journey. People want to connect. They want to feel seen and heard. They want to feel like, okay, I'm not all alone in this, right? Sometimes when somebody is the expert, it's interesting to learn from them because you're like, oh, that's like the pinnacle of knowledge and enlightenment. And wouldn't it be wonderful to get there? But sometimes it's really hard for us to see ourselves there, right? And it may not be the easiest way to learn. It's like a nice way to be inspired, but it's people that often are 10 miles down the road from us, their journey where they're at now is so different from where we're at now. It's hard for us to see ourselves there. And it's kind of hard for them to get us there because they're not in the same place. They're not in that struggle. Whereas learning from somebody who's a couple steps ahead, well, that person gets it. That person understands the struggle. They understand the difficulties. They're able to walk you through it and help you through it. 
Um, you know, I, I used to run marathons and I've never been a fast runner, but you know, consistent and I loved it. And in a marathon, they have a pacer and I would know, okay, I have a goal of finishing my marathon in this time. So I need to keep my eye on this pacer and make sure that I'm keeping myself motivated and, and, and sticking with that pacer. Um, the people that can finish the marathon in like two hours, they're inspiring. They're great. I can't see them. They're gone, right? Like they're across the fit, they're across the finish line before I even hit, you know, mile 10. (laughs) So they're inspiring. It's fun to see them up getting their medal and whatever, but I'm not going to really ever be there. And that's not really ever my goal, but that pacer, that pacer that I can see and I can watch and I can be inspired by and I can hang out with all of the people that are also trying to to make that pace. Well, that's my inspiration point. And, and that is where I can hit that goal. And so I think if we see ourselves with our podcast, not as the expert, not as the guru at the top of the mountain, but as the person that's on the journey with our listener, the listener just, it makes them feel so warm and connected and like they're part of that group, right? Like they're that. there. But inadvertently, and this is the interesting thing, you definitely should be entering podcasting with a view that you only need to be a step ahead and just uh, exactly. just talk about what you're what you're what you're enjoying. But inadvertently, you're just the pacer. You're just the pacer. You are. But interestingly, there's a, an interesting transaction that happens between podcast host and podcast listener, and like I'm just going to be completely upfront and authentic and feeling a little squeamish because somebody listening might be like. Uh, and misunderstand what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, which is that I remember a beautiful client, friend and listener got in touch with me and she'd been listening to my podcast. And she said to me, like, I know you personally, Joe, but I have to say, when I listen to you through my earbuds, you're like a famous person. And I, and I really know you, I get to talk to you in real life. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, really? Um, uh, okay. Um, but actually, I realized that when I listen to my podcast that I like listening to, there's an intimacy mm-hmm. and they become an authority. They yeah. just do because of the way in which you are. I mean, I'm, I'm 20 years out of advertising and I'll describe it as the way that you're consuming the media. It's like the way we listen to podcasts is so intimate. There is there isn't really another medium like it where you are literally tuning somebody into your two ears in private for sometimes up to an hour, you are going to get influenced by them, right? Yes. And that now moves into the second big giant benefit of starting a podcast is it is an authority builder. It's an authority builder. The fact that you're showing up consistently, that you're bringing this information to listeners and they're listening to you, you have authority. Whether you have 10 listeners, 50 listeners, 100 listeners, a million listeners, it doesn't matter. You have authority. And when you can build authority, what that does for you, for your career, for your standing, for your opportunities is amazing. It opens doors to speaking opportunities. It opens doors to getting new clients. It opens doors to book deals, to um, a, you know, YouTube channel, to starting a blog. Whatever it is that you're looking for, it opens doors to collaborations with people you admire. So it is, podcasting is such an incredible authority builder. Any other kind of media out there, people do not have 
the attention span for. I mean, the best Instagram reels are the ones that are under six seconds long, right? Those are the ones that do the best. Those 90 second Instagram reels, people do not have time for. I don't have time to sit here and listen to this person for 90 seconds, which is insane, right? Even YouTube videos, YouTube shorts are way more popular than full form YouTube videos. There is almost no media out there that people will sit and consume on a regular basis, except for a podcast. People will hang out with the podcast. And there's no ideal length. There are podcasts out there that are three and five hours long that people love and listen to regularly. There are podcasts that are daily 10-minute podcasts and people listen to them regularly. It there the time doesn't matter. What it is is that people want to be with you and it is long form content and they will listen regularly. And because of that, you build authority. There's just this natural inherent thing in people's heads where they're hearing your voice, boom, you're already up there. So anybody listening that's thinking of starting a podcast, the intrinsic builds my confidence and the authority building, you know, that tier two, the, I mean, just those two things alone, amazing reasons for starting a podcast, right? I have a third, but I know you're going to want to hang out on this one for a second. So. <laughs> you know me, you know me. <laughs> On that authority piece, I'm 100% with you on this. And a lot of my clients show up saying, I just don't feel aligned to some of these marketing things that the gurus would have me do, dancing on reels, starting TikToks, even uh, doing a YouTube channel. It's just like, oh, don't want to do it. Not interested. A lot of my clients come out of corporate as well. And they we come with baggage around how to show up professionally and just things that we feel really comfortable about. We want to be perceived as experts and as an authority. And I counsel so many of my clients to look over to podcasting, both hosting and guesting, to do something that feels deeply aligned. And some of them, it's like a revelation. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, there is something that I can do that I love doing and I can come over as an expert instantaneously, which I didn't feel was really doing me any favors when I was lip syncing over on Instagram. It just (laughs) didn't feel like me. Yep. And now podcasting is so aligned and so perfect for people. So yeah, thank you for for pointing that out. I think that's that's a really important piece. If you're looking to be perceived as an expert and you want to build your own confidence, podcasting Mm -hmm. can really step in there for you. Yeah. Those two tiers, the confidence and the authority building to me are the magic of podcasting. You know, that's, it's the collaboration, it's the opportunities, it's that to me, like those are the foundation. Those are the magic. Those are good enough reason to get it. But I want a third. I want the third. The third. third. (laughs) I mean, it's a great business builder as well, right? It builds your know, like, and trust factor. It gets people out there um, hearing you and hearing your message and hear what you have to offer. And there's so many things you can do on your podcast that build that, right? Like you can bring your clients in. You could have a co- record a coaching call and with your client's permission, put the coaching call on so that people hear what you're like as a coach. You can bring people in that have success working with you and talk about that success. You can bring in other experts. Um, just so many amazing things that you can do that help build your business. But here's the thing, Joe. We live in a time where there's no gatekeepers anymore. 
And you asked earlier, you said, who would a podcast be for? And I would say anybody who has something to share, a message to share, something you want to explore, something you want to connect to people about. We, especially as women, gatekeepers held us down for so long. We were not in the history books. We, if we you know, we're an artist or an author or something, we often had to have a pseudonym or put our work under a famous man. Uh, we couldn't be seen and heard, but we live in a time where there's not gatekeepers. Nobody can stop you from starting your podcast. There's nobody there going, well, you can't start your podcast unless you cross your T's and dot your I's and have all these ABCs after your name. No, like, Anybody can start a podcast. You can grab a USB mic for under $70, connect it to your computer, your laptop, or even your phone, get a podcast started, right? A hundred percent. And in fact, there's not even any financial barriers. Right, right. There's even free hosting. Um, so it's anybody who has a message to share can start. And I, I truly believe like my passion is as women, we have got to get our voices, our perspectives, our stories out there. We do business differently. So if you're, I know you speak a lot to entrepreneurs and business people. As women, we approach business very differently and it is time to get that normalized, right? Like that more soul aligned, intuitive, um, collaborative way of doing business is good for the world. And it's time to get that message out. And so I'm kind of going back to <laughs> tier one and tier two of why podcasting is so important. But but tier three is when people hear that that's how you do business and that's how you approach your business, they're gonna you're gonna draw your people in. You're gonna draw in those people that are like, oh, oh, I love her message. I love what she's saying. I wanna work with her. And so automatically you've got warm, leads because they want to work with you. They've already been listening. They know you, they know your work. You don't have to sell. And that to me is the beauty of having a business uh, with a podcast is like, you'd never have to put on your slimy sales hat because people want to work with you. And so then you just tell them, here's how you can work with me. And, and that's it. And they either do or they don't. And a lot of times they do. And that to me is a really big benefit of podcasting as well. That's that oh, third tier. Oh, I agree with that hundred percent. I know that sometimes when I get on my discovery calls or my messaging assessments, people will say, oh yeah, when you said that were X, Y, and Z on the, on that podcast episode, whenever, and I'm like, Oh, so you, you're one of the listeners because in case, in case people listening don't know, as podcast hosts, we have no idea who's listening. It's not like Instagram where you can see who your follows are. There's just a, you know, people are listening. And if you're lucky enough to see the numbers, then you're, you're already ahead of the game. The reality is that when someone speaks out and says, I heard that episode, I just, I'm thrilled. But it also shows me that the reason that they're now on a discovery call talking to me is because they know about me. And there's a lot that I, I'm not going to have to explain because we obviously already have that connection. And I'll go a little bit further as well. Something I've noticed too is that podcasting is it's a phenomenal asset. So yeah. when people come into my world and we're having conversations and it becomes clear to me what their blocks and barriers might be, I can offer them value by simply saying, hey, I talk all about that in episode 150. 
I'm going to send you a link. I think you're going to get a lot of value from it. It's going to be completely free. It's going to be really helpful. It's going to help you move beyond where you currently are. And obviously that's an opportunity for us as coaches to be generous, but also from a business perspective, it allows them to get a taste and a feel for who you are and what you do and to enable them to then have the confidence to circle back and say, actually, I'd really love to jump on a call with you. You, you were really helpful in, in sharing that. So it's a it's a literally a free asset, like a lead magnet that you can just use at will. It's beautiful. It, absolutely. And it's even better than a lead magnet because, again, it's that intimate connection. And so they're getting that free value from you, hearing what you said, and also building intimacy with you, building that connection with you. So it's it's great. It's so wonderful. And we do as podcasters, we pour our soul our hearts and soul and mind and everything into our work and into our podcast. Um, and it's so lovely when people say, oh yeah, I listened and, and that meant something to me. And it, it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone is listening right now and is thinking, heck yes, about podcasting, what little piece of inspired action could they take today to give them a clearer insight or um, certainty about taking the next step. Mm-mm. Oh, I love this so much. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, I would say the most important inspired step I think would be um, reach out and talk to somebody that has a podcast and and ask them about it and find out what it's like and get some tips from them on, you know, how should I start? What should I do? I, we learn a lot from talking to people. There are hundreds of free how to start your podcast downloads. You can get PDFs and videos and whatever. Those can be overwhelming because they're not really tailored to you and what you need. And so talking to somebody, if you know somebody that has a podcast, reach out to them. And fun little tip, friends. Most podcasters, if you DM them and you say, hey, can I ask you a question? Most will respond. Like we love it when people reach out. So reach out to somebody. You have a podcast you like listening to, reach out to them. Say, you know, I'd love to find out what's involved and if this is right for me. And you know what? They'll probably say, yeah, let's chat. Yeah. And you've got two people right here. Yeah. No no big clues, but you could ask. I'm happy, 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 happy to answer DMs and chat with people about getting their podcast started. And yeah. to that point, Tiffany, where can we find you online if we wanted to learn a little bit more about heck yesing and podcasting? I've made it pretty easy. <clears throat> I'm Tiffany Kane in all of the places. Um, I apologize. I've had like a throat thing, so my voice keeps getting all froggy. <clears throat> Tiffany Kane, T-I-P-H-A-N-Y-K-A-N-E. I'm most active on link or on Instagram and Facebook, but I'm also Twitter, LinkedIn, um, pretty much all the places as Tiffany Kane. And yeah, DM me, reach out to me. I'm, and we will have those key links over in the show notes if you want to drop in there. Tiffany, go on, tell us what the names of your podcasts are as well before we go. <laughs> well, my podcast for podcasters is Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. My podcast that you are going to be a guest on your episode is coming out shortly is um, Radical Audacity in Love and Life. And then my newest that I just released is Diet, Riot, Sweat, Repeat, all about 
breaking free of the <laughs> the the diet cycle. <laughs> I'm Amazing. trying to figure it out. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Tiffany. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And thank you to everybody listening. And I look forward to hearing from you. My thanks to Tiffany for sharing so much value with us today. And if you are curious about how you can create more authority in your business, both through podcasting and through a variety of other ways too, please get in touch. I would love to share with you my authority building strategies so you can call in and attract those clients most aligned with you. Simply drop into my Instagram, I am joe.ingram, with the word authority, and I will share the details. And so have an inspired action week. Take care. Bye now.